Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. C.L. Bryant show goes to ghost, border to border. And I want to thank God. I want to thank everybody for coming along with us here today. As we have uh, in the past times built the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. For those of you who are just now picking up the second hour of the show, I want to let you know that I'm really glad that uh, you're able to come along with us on a daily basis as we're able to uh, have discussion and talk here on the show. Soon we'll be coming the YouTube channel, just waiting on my folks at Freedom Works to, uh, to uh, make sure that everything is working and firing properly on their end. Uh, we're coming out of this COVID mess, this fiasco that um, we have been in for far too long now, far too long now. And uh, it is one of those things, uh, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, that um, we're going to have to deconstruct and analyze and see it for what it is. Now, what is it, you may say, for those of you who missed the last hour? Well, what is it is, is an assault on uh, truth. You, you, you're trying to make things seem as though today, as though they were some time ago. You're trying to make people think that for some reason you and me are able to manipulate the events and outcomes of the past. Well, actually, we can't manipulate the events, but we are manipulating the outcomes, aren't we? Sure we are. Uh, right now, truth of the matter is, uh, I am the great-great-grandson of former slaves, but I'm also the uh, great-grandson of uh, Scots and Irishmen. Uh, so I am manipulating the outcome. Uh, I, I, couldn't manipulate the, I couldn't manipulate the events. There's nothing I can do about the events that caused me to be here, right? My father had nothing to do with the manipulation of... Uh, why he was uh, half uh, Scots Irish, and 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 you know he he has he he had enough he had no control over over that right he had no control over that, but he has control over the outcome, and he had control over how that outcome affected me, his child, his you know he had he had an, a, a control over that outcome, right? Sure, he did. Now he could have uh taken the 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 attitude that hey this happened to my mom or this happened to my grandparents or whatever and make me bitter no uh my dad took that 
and made it a badge of honor to have survived the type of things that uh, the early 1900s when he was born brought him through. My dad was 45 years old when I was born. He was born in uh, 1909, 1909-1910. It must have, been, must have been about 1910 or 1911 because I was, I was born in 56. So, so uh, yeah, my dad was 45 years old when I was born. Okay, he was always a vibrant man and all that type of thing. You know, very healthy, you know, getting around real good, all, all that kind of thing. You know, up until about two months, three months before he passed away in, in his 80s. And, but he controlled the outcome. Now, when I left you in the last hour, you, you, you can't control the events that led to you. You can't control the events as to why you are here. But you can control the outcome. Now, what is being done to you right now? Americans, what's being done to you right now is this. People are telling you that because your skin is black in America, I want you to hear this because this, this, this is the diabolical thing that's happening to you. People are telling you that because your skin is black in America or because your skin is white in America, whatever your skin tone is in America, because of the skin color, you have no control over the outcome of events for you. Why are they? Te they're telling you that. Why? Why can't you control the outcome? They're giving you a word. A word that if you want to believe it. It will indeed handicap you either side of this word that you happen to be on. It will handicap you on either side of this word that you happen to be on. If you believe that this word is the problem and the word is racism. If, if you choose to believe that you can that, that you are handicapped. As a white person, as being someone who is always going to be oppressive, if, if you buy into that, guess what that actually will turn you into? And this, this is the game. I want, you to, I want you to hear me because I have very dear friends that I have known for ages who are white, okay? They, and, and, and I, want you to, I want you to see the effect that this is having on America. They are saying to me things that they've never said before. They're asking me questions that they have never asked me before because they, they, they should know me well enough to know that that is not a, an issue with me. But you know what they're asking me? Sometimes as though I need to validate something. They're asking me, CL, I mean, you know, I don't want to offend you. What? Well, you just did. You offended me as a friend of mine saying you don't want to offend me by saying something about 
me uh, saying something that may cause me to take something as offense as a black man when we've known each other for 30 years? Huh? Really? Do you, I, I want to share with you an incident that happened, and I'll get back to that. This actually happened. I had just. I, I went up to visit my kids. Um, I went up to visit my kids um, on last Friday. Yeah, last Friday. I went up to visit my kids in Tampa. They live right up the road in Tampa. On the other other side, but it's about an hour, two two hour, two and a half hour drive. But you know, it's nowhere uh, for me. And had a great time. And on my way back, I stopped at this uh, when I got back to uh, to Tampa into, into Port St. Lucie, into uh, Fort Pierce, I guess you would say. Fort. Either way, I stopped and got some barbecue at uh, this place. And in fact, I'm going to get a, a, a plug. Well, it's a, well, I'm not going to call the name of the place. But I stopped and got some barbecue. This actually happened. The uh, there were there was a white couple, and there was an older white fellow, and I guess his girlfriend or whatever. And they, they, you know, a couple too, but the other couple was younger. Uh, and the older white couple, you know, were you know fifty-ish, sixty-ish, you know. And they were there before I, when I came in the door, they were, you know, sort of a strange kind of entryway there. But, but it, it, when I came in the door, they were there. And uh, they were there in line. They were there. The lady, the young lady comes out from the, the little kitchen room right behind them. And she sees the, actually five of us standing there, two of them, uh, four of them, one of me. And the older white couple steps up to be ordered uh, to, to, to for their order to be taken because they evidently got there before the younger white couple, right? Me, I had just gotten there. I knew I'd just gotten there. They knew I'd just gotten there. And I'm standing there actually behind the shoulders of both of them. In fact, uh, I'm standing behind the shoulders of both of their girlfriends, wives, or dates, whatever it is. Okay. The young lady looks at them, look at both of them, and ask who's next. The young, the older man was going to, was about to say that he was there. He was about to say it, and she says, oh, but I'll take you. Now, but sir, I'll take you. She said it in a way almost as though it was code to the other whites that she should take me. Do you see what you're you're letting happen? Are Are you hearing? Are you hearing me? Now, I am a black man. I'm a black man. There's nobody can mistake that. Okay, I'm a black man. Uh, You might mistake it on radio, you know, because there's there is a certain way that black folks supposed to talk and all this kind of stuff. And and, uh, you know, you can't be black unless you talk this way and you you act this way or whatever. 
But I'm a black man, proud to be that. I've been black all my life, okay? I don't like for people to be condescending to me. I don't like for people to be uh, patronizing to me because I'm black. It was the most patronizing thing. And I, I just, I, I, I didn't take offense. I didn't show offense, but I said, no, I believe this man was here before me. And she almost, she, you could tell that she's wanting to say in the code again, no, but I'll be happy to take you. That's the voice that she was using. It's as though they have been told to do that by home office. Are you telling me that, that, that when I go, <laughs> oh, my God, folks, are, are you telling me that you have gotten to a point where you are that cowed down? I'm not going to believe it. I, I just can't believe it. And if you have gotten to that point, oh, my God, you have lost your country. All of you, red, yellow, black. If black people buy into that, if you let folk treat you, uh, give you that, if you let people uh, put you in front of the line, even when you arrived uh, behind, the, if, if you, you are doing yourself and your children a disservice. When you let people give you stuff just because of the color of your skin, it's just as bad as people mistreating you because of the color of your skin. No, you want to be judged because you took your place in line and you succeeded and you have the money in your pocket to prove that you succeeded and to buy whatever it is you're stepping up to that counter to buy. Now, if you don't have any money in your jeans, what's next? You mean as a black person, I can go into uh, the barbecue joint that I was just telling you about and uh, get free ribs? Huh? Because I'm black? You, you, no, oh, you may think that that's ridiculous. No, it's not. You're doing it. They're asking you to they're asking you to apologize for something you have nothing to do about. They're doing it to you already. They're already telling you that if the guy has black skin or brown skin or if they're some type of ethnicity or whatever, they should be they should be able to go in and get what they want for free. And that's what they're doing. That's what people are doing. That's what those who have never been taught to achieve are doing. They smashed a Neiman's in broad daylight. That's what you're being. People, you teach people. Listen to me, folks. You teach people how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you. And right now you are teaching gangsters, thugs, and thieves how, you, how they can treat you. 
and they are treating you that way. Do you know why? Because you did not stand up for your men and women in blue. Hey, listen, take out the bad ones. If you find a cop doing something that is as wrong as we have seen, you got to deal with them, but you can't blink. You can't throw a net over all the police forces around the country. Are you crazy? You hire those guys to do a job. You're gonna have a you're gonna have cities that are that are run like Dodge City was in 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 uh, not too many days hence, where you have a town council that's gotten tired of it, and guess what they do? They form a vigilante group. You are actually contributing to the degradation of your own society. By not standing up now, because you're going to stand up, you're not going to let your wives and children be uh, manhandled. You're not going to let them be groped, and you're not going to let them be taunted on the streets of the city that you live in. No, you're not going to let that happen. You're going to go after the people. You're going to clean out the the nest uh, where this type of vile person is inhabiting. You're going to clean them out. You're going to do it. You're going to find them wherever they are. You know why you're going to have to do it? Because they have to, you have allowed them to take away the police. The police, that's their job, is to patrol the streets of our cities and making sure that the trash among us. I'm not talking about black folks. I'm talking about the human excrement that somehow develops because people are what they have eaten And I am telling you that they are feeding your children the same things that they have fed progressive liberals and have that's what has made them become liberals is the things they have been fed. You are what you eat. And they're feeding your children a bunch of trash. They're feeding your children a lot of things that are not true whatsoever. But they are eating it. And they are becoming it. They are eating it and they are becoming it. Why? Because you are what you are fed. Read the story of the book of Daniel. Yeah, you are what you're fed. You are what you eat. And that goes for psychology, whatever you feed yourself psychologically. If you think you're a loser, hey, guess what? (laughs) So a man thinking in his heart, so is he. So a person thinks in their heart, so is they, so are they. And there are things I know that go on in our lives and, and so forth. Lord knows we've, I've had my share of disappointments in my life and tragedies and, and, and all that type thing in my life. And I've had my share of losses. Oh, my goodness, I have lost. Have had times when I felt unworthy. Had reason to feel unworthy, but I could not stay there. I couldn't, te- I couldn't feed that to myself very long because you become, you are what you eat mentally. You are what you eat physically. But now we're going to talk about that mental when I come back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. This is the CL Bryant Show. <laughs>
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL here midway through second hour of the CL Bryan show. If you don't get both hours of the show, you be sure to download free the CL Bryan show. Download free the CL Bryan show and listen to us wherever you go. Uh, or, or you can download the Red State Talk app as well and uh, listen to us uh, there too. Hey, glad to be back with you. It has been. Uh, one of those times uh, in my travel schedule and my life where I have been off uh, the radio by necessity and then had some technical difficulties that kept me off uh, for a little while longer. And uh, I certainly am glad that you, my good friends, are back with me, coming along with me right now as we uh, do, in fact, build this bridge to conversation. You are what you eat, right? So let me ask, would you let anybody feed your children trash? Huh? Well, well, you're doing it because uh, in your schools, yeah, yeah, you are. You're doing it. In your schools right now, your teachers, the teachers that you pay, if you, if you have a child in public school, and, and I know, I know, I know, that uh, you may be listen. I know I have under I have a lot of listenership in inner cities because they want to know what this crazy guy is talking about, and to them that's what I am. I'm a nut. I'm an absolute nut. I'm a pariah that does not need that. No one. They don't want anybody to listen to me, but they listen to me anyway because they they have to. They they, they must hear what you're saying. I, I was that. I, listen, I was that way when I first ran across Rush. I said, what is this? But you know what? I listened because it was different. It was, it was something I had not been hearing. And, uh, and you know what? The more I listened, the more I said, you know what? That's that's I I think I think like that too, and then you become you, you have to come to grips with yourself when you realize that you know just maybe you are a conservative. Oh my God, I'm I'm a, I'm a Republican. Then you start digging into it and you find out that black people were originally Republicans. That's what that was home. The Republican Party is the home of black folks. They're the first black voters. It's the Republican Party. Yeah. The first black congressmen and senators, they were Republicans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, but you don't tell that story. We don't tell that story. 
at all. Somehow the Republicans have allowed uh, the Republicans have allowed uh, the uh, no the uh, somehow the uh, yeah the Republicans have allowed the Democrats to steal their story. Friends, I uh, played something. No, I saw something. I was sent this uh, by a good friend of mine yesterday. And let's see if I, I might be able to play this for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to play this for you. It was horrifying as far as I can tell. And it, 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 it was horrifying to me as an American. And I'm thinking that it should be, it should be horrifying to you as well. Because, my friends, because you have a president of the United States who is evidently totally out of touch and he, my friends, is not all there at all. If you don't believe me, I want you to listen to this. Would you say that this, this means I'm not sure it's the Russians. Okay, I spot gun them. I got a brief on the, as I was on the plane. That's why I was late getting off the plane. I got a brief and uh, all right. Would you like your receipt? Uh, I'll be in better shape to talk to you about it. I'll tell you what they sent me. Listen to this. Uh, that's, uh, the idea, first of all, we're not sure who it is for certain, number one. And what I did, I directed the full resources of the, of the government to assist in a response if we determine what else you need. Oh, nothing. You're all set. Okay. And um, uh, the fact is that uh, directing the intelligence community, you can give me a deep dive on what's happened, and I'll know better uh, tomorrow. And if it is uh, either with the knowledge of and or a consequence of Russia, then I told Putin we will respond. And, uh, Did you but, tell him already, sir? No, no, I haven't called because we're not, we're not certain. The initial thinking was it was not the Russian government, um, but we're not sure yet. So. Joe Biden is. Yeah, friends, uh, Joe Biden is off of his rocker. And so are you if you think that this man is running the country. Now, what's horrifying about that? You know what's horrifying about that? Is that it is clear. He is clearly not there. What was he doing? I think he was buying ice cream. 
<laughs> I love ice cream myself. Matter of fact, I need to give me some ice cream. I love blueberry, uh, uh, bluebells, pistachio, uh, pistachio almond. I love it, but I don't eat much of it because you know you got to watch a girlish figure, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh boy! Did you hear Joe Biden? He was absolutely lost, bumbling. And it is coming from this administration, which is a bumbling administration, but it is coming from this administration, the food that's being prepared. I'm talking about the political food that's being prepared for your children to eat and this is the problem Joe Biden doesn't even have a clue of what type of cooking that comes out of his kitchen oh you're not hearing me you're not hearing me I'm I'm, I'm, I'm talking I'm preaching a whole lot better than y'all saying amen right now Hey, hey, Joe Biden does not have a clue. He's supposed to be the chef, right? Huh? Joe is supposed to be the chef. Joe does not have any clue what type of ingredients are being put into the things that he he is told to go out and serve to the American people. He reads, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, at this this thing that I, I just played for you, he actually pulled out of his pocket notes. And you know that the people who work around him You know they must be laughing at him. Why are they laughing at him? Because he doesn't know he is is a bumbler. It is, folks, this is horrifying. It's horrifying because you are seeing a president of the United States who is not fit for office. He's not fit. He's not fit for office. But yet he is useful to the Marxist communist cause. In fact, I'm going to say it. You might as well hear me say it. In fact, I believe the Chinese are using him as a puppet, a puppet, and a puppet. Yeah. He's being used as a puppet. And it's scary because the Chinese know it, the Russians know it, the Iranians know it, enemies here in, the, in our homeland know it. We just, we just had another cyber attack. We know it's the Russians. It is. Vladimir Putin knows that he can ask for $70 million to unlock the computers. To unlock the computers. He's oh, he's getting a kickback. Oh god, oh my goodness. 
Oh my goodness. I want now I want you to think about what would Donald Trump do? What would he have done? Would things be going on at this scale if Donald Trump was still president of the United States and not this person who they have put in the chair in the Oval Office? Would this be going on? Now, I understand Trump has the same uh, thing that a lot of older guys begin to have when they, once they get past 75, once they get 70, 75 or whatever, you know. And, you know, he starts to um, talk a lot about, you know, stuff that, I don't know, and I'm hoping that I can keep my mind as clear as I possibly can and stay focused. But, you know, you, you, Trump sometimes circles back around to things that, you know, necessarily need to circle right back around to. Okay, and that's because he's not necessarily a public speaker, but Joe Biden isn't either. But I'd much rather have Trump circling back around to saying, well, you know, this is what I did, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. You know, and, okay, yeah, yeah, good. It's good that you don't let us forget it. <laughs> but let's talk about something else, too. What, what, what are you going to do if you do run again? But Joe Biden doesn't have a clue. He has no clue what is going on here. He has no clue. I'd much rather have Trump. In fact, at this point, I miss Obama. Oh, I never thought I'd say that. Don't get crazy. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, just, I just never, 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 ever thought. Never, ever, ever thought that I'd ever say those words. I never even thought I'd whisper those words, let alone say them out loud over the largest talk platform in the country, the talk monster, Red State Talk Radio. I never thought I'd say these words. I actually miss the days of Obama. I don't necessarily miss Obama, but I miss the days of Obama. (laughs) I see, I can't really bring myself to actually saying it. I miss the days of Obama compared to the days of Biden. Compared to the six months of Biden, I miss all eight years of Obama. Compared to the six months of Biden, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What have I said? <laughs> how how have I how have I come to this place in my life, America? How have we come to this place in our lives where even we are saying to ourselves collectively, we miss the days of Obama because the first six months of Biden has been horrible. He has a horrible vice president. Now, I'm black, so I I can say that, can I? Oh, no, I'm a black Republican conservative. I'm a black conservative Republican who leans libertarian. I can't say that. Oh, no, only Uncle Toms who are conservative Republicans who lean libertarian that's that's what they say. You don't want to be one of them, do you, CL? Oh my goodness. 
Oh, my goodness. How have we come to this place where we turn our back on the American flag and we call good evil and evil good? I've heard that some. I've, I've heard that somewhere before. The day will come, I believe it says, when men will call good evil and evil good. Wow, sounds almost biblical, doesn't it? <laughs> Police bad, rioting good. Go and break open showcases at Neiman's and steal. For some reason, someone, somebody, someplace, living in the rat race. Yeah, they are taking to heart that it's okay. To do this kind of thing. They, they're, they're, they believe in it. And they're doing it. And I'm not necessarily blaming them. I'm going to talk to you about why I'm not going to blame them as much as I'm going to blame you. There is something. There is something that conservatives, particularly white conservatives, that Americans, particularly Americans who believe in patriotism, red, whether you're red, yellow, black, or white, there is something that you must take the blame for. And we're going to talk about it as we close out this show. Yes, you can't take the blame for being whatever color you are, whether you're white or black or whoever you are. You can't, you can't take any blame for that. You had nothing to do with that. But you do control the outcome. I was talking to you about that. You control the outcome. But you have nothing to do. You had nothing to do with how you got here, the process. Okay, you had nothing to do with the process. Not you. So there's nothing you can, you can do to, to correct the process. Since you had nothing to do with it, there's nothing you can do to correct the process except be the best you that you can be now. That's affecting the outcome. You are the outcome of whatever the process was of you getting here. Okay? And why in the world here in this country I, I, would we ever allow anyone to put on us or saddle us with somebody else's problems when each of us uh, need to understand that the, the, the whole thing about e pluribus, pluribus unum is from the many, the many attitudes, the many people, the many uh, situations, the many thoughts. Uh, we, we all become one because we're able to share what's, what was good for me and may be good for you or maybe your cousin. May not be good for you. What worked for your cousin doesn't work for you. But what's good for me may be good for your cousin. Or what's good for your cousin may be good for me. I'll be back. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL Home Stretch, CL Bryant Show. Download free the CL Bryant Show app. And uh, my dear friends, my good friends, I um, want you also to download the Red State Talk Show app. It's absolutely free, and you can listen to us wherever you go. And uh, I got to tell you something. Uh, as we close it out, I was telling you that, uh, yeah, you know, I know that. And listen to me, listen to me. Those of you who are Caucasian, especially, and those of you who are black, especially, Browns, you are coming. Uh, you're being represented big time. In fact, you you actually actually have a higher percentage of folks represented census-wise in this country than black folks do. And in fact, the truth is, as far as Latin uh, Americans are concerned in this country, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are more of you here, uh, whether legal or le- Ill- illegally, than there are black folks. So you listen up big time. Especially if you... Uh, believe what this one Latino comedian had to say. The Latino comedian, I won't call his name because he may get him in trouble these days for even saying it, but this is what he said. You can, you can find him on Netflix. He's a Latino comedian. There's not many of them, so it's easy to find. This is what he said. He said, we need to make America great again for Latinos. American Latinos he's talking about. He says, and he said in a joking way, it was hugely funny. He said in a joking way, he says, all of these illegals coming in here, there's not going to be any more hotel jobs. We need to save these hotel jobs for Latinos, American Latinos. There's not going to be any for American Latinos. That's what the Latino comedian was saying. And do you know what? He was saying it in a joking way. But you better know this. It ain't funny. That's true. And you had better also believe that what's good for what's sauce for the goose is sauce for the ganders. And in this case, uh, the ganders being black and white was sauce for the brown goose is sauce for the black and white ganders, gooses, geese, or whatever you want to call them, too. What's geese, geese, goose, or anyway, <laughs> the plural version of that is what I'm talking about. All righty, then. 
Where do we go from here? Let's tell the true story. Let's tell the real deal. As far as our American story is concerned, why let them hijack the story? Listen, I told you early, and I'm going to reiterate this right now. I told you this in the first hour of the show. Uh, Yes, Caucasians who come from the Jeffersons, the Washingtons, the Franklins, the Hamiltons, the Witherspoons, the John Hancocks who signed the Declaration of Independence. Why are you not saying that you're proud of that and pushing back instead of being cowed down? Black people who uh, your fathers, your mothers, your brothers, sisters, your nephews and nieces have fought in wars and many of them have been lost in wars for this country. How is it that you're not pushing back against those who are saying that they died in vain? Huh? I don't understand it. You're letting this happen. Oh, you're, we're blaming Antifa. We're blaming Black Lives Matter. We're blaming the people who loot and everything. But do you know who's really to blame for all of this? It's those of us, regardless of who, what color you are. And you sit idly by and you are cowed down. And you actually don't say anything to people who promote that type of thing because you're afraid of what may happen to you. And believe me, I understand those of you who have children with jobs and all of that type thing. And your boss happens to be an idiot. You should actively be looking for other Gainful employment. You, you, my grandmother used to say this very, very clearly. I understood it as it, it, it just, just, I understood it even as a small child. But uh, when you, when I'd ask my grandmother what to do about a certain person who might be uh, troubling me, or you know, or whatever, or. Grandma would say this, or if I, I would hear her tell people who come to her with problems about uh, situations that they'd like to be out of, but for some reason, if they get out of it, they could hurt uh, themselves or hurt the person or something like that. She'd say these words. She'd say, when you have, when the dog has your hand in his mouth, sometimes it's best to just pet him on the head. <laughs> is very cornfield theology type stuff but she's simply saying when you're when somebody is in a position to harm you it's best not to startle them and that's what you have gotten yourself into a situation where you have put your hands in a dog's mouth you have put your hands in the, the, the mouth of Antifa. You have let them get to a point where they feel like they can actually take their canine teeth and put them on your hands and threaten to bite you. And the only thing that you feel will keep them from biting you is if you pet them on the head. 
Oh, my friends, that is a terrible place to be in any type of situation. That is a terrible place to be. And that's where you have allowed yourselves to go. You have allowed yourself to be put into a situation where you are actually afraid that if you make any sudden move, somebody's going to harm you. Conservative black Americans, white conservatives, white, uh, conservative brown people, you have let yourself get to that point. And it's so sad to watch you. I try to tell you, snap out of it. I try to tell you, you can do better. I've tried to tell you to speak up, stand up, push back. I've tried to tell you to do all of those types of things. Yeah, try to tell you, but for whatever reason, for whatever reason, you're not listening. For whatever reason, you're not listening. So, my friends, I... um, can only say this to you. I can only say that if you don't stand up now, won't be much point in it uh, later because you would have, you would have let it Go. You would have squandered it. You would have squandered it. And once America goes away, I got news for you. She's not coming back. Nope. You know what the indication of that is? The indication is that people who haven't been to work and have been receiving money for not working The indication is that uh, they don't want to go back to work. They want to keep on receiving stuff that's given to them. They want to keep on allowing Big Daddy Sugar, the government, to take care of them. They want to keep on doing that. Talk about unhealthy. You better believe it's unhealthy. Talk about something that will wreck your life any time, any place, is to become dependent upon somebody who does not mean you any good. And you had better believe this, that the Marxist socialist Democrats, they do not mean you any good, yet they want you to be dependent upon them. The worst, hear me again, 
the worst thing that can happen to you is to become dependent in any situation on someone who does not mean you any good. Because when you truly need them the most, they will manipulate the situation to make you bend to their will. That's not anyone who means you any good. That's what they want you to do. That's you. You have, you go and vote for me and I'll continue to give you your stuff. If you don't, you got to go back to work. You got to go back to being a human being and sweating and earning by the sweat of your brow. But now if you just vote for me, you know, you can continue to get your stuff. Now, I'll, I'll still dictate, they will tell you, the way you use it. And I'll dictate what you can say. I'll dictate what your children are taught. Because all you really want is the free stuff, right? You really don't care what your children are taught, do you? As long as you get the stuff. You don't care what I teach them, do you? That's where you have come to. That's where you are, America. And this is the saddest part of it all. And this will be the end of our country if, in fact, this is true. You are beginning to like it, not me, and not the people I, not the people that I travel with and the circles that I travel in. But there are too many Americans who are beginning to like it too much. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank Him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And friends, it's time to speak up and speak out, stand up and push back. And I want to say that I pray that God will bless and keep you all until I'm able to talk to you again. I'm CL. I'm just a pilgrim on this road.